Welcome to Marriage Mondays with the Kings. I'm Kenya. And I'm Shan. And, and we, we are, are the Kings. Kings. Happy Monday to each and every one of you all. We thank you so much for joining us for our show on tonight of Marriage Mondays with the Kings. Now, we have to let you know that Marriage Mondays with the Kings is brought to you by our sponsors. We have Christian Humor Forward slash Inspiration. This is a group that is designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. If you are into social media, please check them out simply by going to search them on Facebook at Christian Humor for slash inspiration. Then we have Hope, which is helping our patriots evolve. Is a space for all veterans and their loved ones to come and feel like they are accepted and understood. Veterans around the globe suffer every day from a pain they can't escape. Hope offers encouragement for those who are searching for a place to connect. It is our passion to help all veterans and their families regain their lives within every network of Every member of our network is the knowledge of their resiliency. Let us be a supportive resource as you travel along your journey. Hope is not for mental health services. For that, you will have to find a supportive mental health resource within your community or at your local Veteran Health Administration. For for more information, please visit them at www.hopeveteranstrong.com. And as we move forward in the show, we just want to be able to, of course, open up uh, with a word of prayer. So we ask if you are able to do so safely, please bow your heads. If you're with your spouse, your mate, we ask you to please hold their hand as we go before the Lord in prayer. So, Father God, we just come to you once again. Father God, giving you thanks, Heavenly Father, for being the God that you are. We thank you for being a forgiving God. We thank you for being a healing God on the day, dear God. We thank you for being the internal and everlasting God and being ever-present in our lives. Father God, on the day we just come laying before you, Heavenly Father, just First of all, to be able to say thank you for your many blessings that you've given us. Thank you for uh, sustaining our lives on the day that God thanking for protecting us in times when we didn't know that we may have been unprotected. Yes. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for just standing in the gap, Heavenly Father, uh, in the midst between us and God, that we maybe have the rightful um passes to be able to get into the kingdom of heaven. Yes. Father God, one day we're just come praying for those who are going through sicknesses and diseases on the day, dear God. We're still praying for a cure against COVID-19. We're yes. praying for families who have lost loved ones to this disease, dear God, and we just ask that you would just step in and eradicate it. Heavenly Father, that you will wipe it out with just the blow of your breath on the day, dear God, yes. so that individuals may be able to regain themselves, Heavenly Father, they will overcome the sickness uh, that is overtaking their bodies. Yes. Father God, we're praying for victims of hurricanes and natural disasters on the day there, God. We're praying especially for those individuals along the Louisiana coast and the southern part of the United States, dear God. They have been ravaged. They have been torn. They have been tossed about, Heavenly Father. And we're just asking that you would come in on the day there, God, that you would step out on the waters and say, peace be still. Father God, we're praying for strength in marriages on the day there, God. We know that not only does COVID-19 put stress on marriages, Heavenly Father, we know that finances often put stress on marriages, Heavenly Father. We know that the Divorce and cheating puts uh, stress on marriages, dear God. And right now on the day, dear God, we're asking that you would just step in, that you would make the way smooth, Heavenly Father, that you would forgive individuals of their sins, that there would be reconciliation in marriages on the day, yes. dear God, that divorce would not be the main topic, Heavenly Father, yes. but forgiveness yes. and love. Father God, we come praying for the church on the day, dear God, not yes. a specific church, dear God, but your church, that your word would go forth and do exactly what it said it would do, that it would reach the four corners of the world, dear God, that 
that every individual will have that opportunity to stand before you and have that option to be saved, dear God. Yes. And we're just praying against the enemy on the day, dear God, that he will not come in and have his way. We pronounce on the day, dear God, that the enemy is defeated, dear God, yes. because we know that the battle is already run. We know that the battle is not ours, but it's yours, the Lord, on the day, Heavenly yes. Father. And we ask that you, Heavenly Father, would do it seemingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. So, Father God, you know every situation. You know every circumstance. I can't call it all, but we ask that you, Heavenly Father, would just insert yourself in places where you are needed, dear God. We ask that you would dispatch your angels, Heavenly Father, to do your work, dear God. The individual will be healed, that they will be delivered, and they will be set free on the day and every day. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 And so we want to let you know the views expressed on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of KRGN 98.5 FM, its management or other advertisers. KRGN 98.5 FM holds no responsibility for the validity or accuracy of information on this show. And also, please keep in mind that although we are counseling professionals, the information shared on our radio show is for ministry and educational purposes only. Also note that the topics discussed are reflective of supporters who contact us designed to have a deeper knowledge of these topics. No information is shared on our show based upon our counseling experiences. Topics are for the encouragement of marriages, families, and communities as God desires for us to minister. And Marriage Mondays with the King's model is helping to build stronger marriages, which lead to stronger families and stronger communities. And then our foundational scripture, Matthew, the 19th chapter, the 6th verse. So they are no longer two but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. And uh, I know we we go over that scripture a lot here uh, on the show, but I just kind of want to give just a brief synopsis of that. See, it's the foundational scripture because in order for a man and woman to be able to move forward, they have to kind of let go of those things that they were previously attached to, that mother, that father. Sometimes that may even be relationships and things that you may have done previous to getting married. So those individuals are no longer two. Now they are becoming one. So whatever the man brings from his side and the woman brings from their side is going to join together. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we have to understand there has to be a cutting away, a pruning, if you will, so that those individuals can join together and become one and let nothing separate that. And when we say nothing, that that means nothing. No one, no enemy, no man, no other woman separate what God is joined together. Amen. Amen. And so uh, we always like to uh, open up the show in this particular portion uh, to say thank you for those individuals that continue to support Marriage Mondays with the Kings. And so starting off in Harker Heights, Texas, we want to say a big thank you and a shout out to Haroldville, yes. Haroldville of Harker thank Heights, you. Texas. And then all the way over in 29 Palms, California, just sending a big shout out to Julie Pierce. So, Julie, thank you so much for being a supporter. Yes, and then all the way over in Malacca, Malaysia, we want to send a big shout out to Yin Yin. Yin Yin in Malacca, Malaysia. So thank you so much for supporting Marriage Mondays with the Kings, but not only those three individuals, to any and everyone that supports us, no matter in what capacity it is, uh, we just thank you so much. And we ask for your continued support, not only for Marriage Mondays with the Kings, but for KRGN 98.5 FM as a whole. And so moving on to our anniversaries, everyone knows we love to shout out anniversaries. So we're going to start over in Chesapeake, Virginia, and send a big shout out to Orlando. And Teresa Bolden of Chesapeake, Virginia, married 31 years. They celebrated their anniversary. 
anniversary on the 21st of October. Mm-hmm. All toast to Joseph and Yvonne Tijerino of Colleen, Texas. They celebrated two years on the 27th of October. Wow. Also here in the Central Texas area to Corey and Amy Atcock celebrated 13 years on the 27th. Oh. And then up in Clarksville, Tennessee to Tanya and Lakinia Bracken. Tony, I'm sorry, Tony and Lakinia Bracken of Clarksville, Tennessee, uh, celebrated their anniversary on the 30th of October. Mm-hmm. And then some really good friends of ours, not only from a friends aspect, but from a spiritual aspect as well, to Jimmy and Shinette Sellers of El Paso, Texas, celebrated 28 years on October the 30th as well. Wow. So to all of those individuals who celebrate anniversaries, you just want to wish you a happy anniversary. If we were not able to get your anniversary, uh, anniversary information we want to say happy anniversary to you as well and we ask that god continues to bless you with many more amen amen and so just little announcements we want to remind you all that tomorrow is election day right here in the united states of america so if you have not had the opportunity to get out and vote in the early election Tomorrow is the day, Tuesday, November the 3rd. We want to thank each and every individual. We understand there was long lines. We stood in them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But thank you for going to exercise your right to vote um, in this election. Now, KRGN is a 100% listener-supported radio station. We are located in the heart of Texas in the city of Harker Heights. And we would like to show love. We show love to the individuals who support us, but we also would like to show love to um, the individuals of KRGN, so to the spiritual overseers of KRGN, to the radio station CEO and COO, that is Chief Executive Officer and Chief Operating Officer, all the radio personalities, hosts, volunteers, those who sell financially into KRGN, as well as those who keep KRGN covered in prayer. We would like to say thank you for all that you do. Now, keep in mind, If you do not have the KRGN app downloaded on your phone, you can go to your app store, type in KRGN space FM. You will see a royal blue and white app that will keep you connected or you can listen and stay locked at www.mykrgn.com. And we encourage you to stay locked 24 hours a day. Now, We want to do a quick recap and just kind of let you know, last week's show was entitled Why Men Do Not Marry. We had an individual send in this topic and a statement, which we read last week. That was a good show. We know, you know, we may say all of our shows are good, but that was a really good show. And if you happen to miss out on Why Men Do Not Marry, because we did reach out to single men and we asked their perspective and they gave feedback you can go to www.marriagemondayswiththekings.com. That is our website. Click on the Listen Here tab and you will see all the options on how to connect to that show from last Monday. And today's topic as we move on in the show, we will be talking about marital intimacy, a step beyond. Once again, marital intimacy, a step beyond. And the question of the week is this. Why do you think that sex is focused on more in marriage than than intimacy? You know, we're going to answer that throughout the show. All right. So to really jump off into this, you know, we always like to give out some definitions before we really get off into um, the the topic. Mm -hmm. And so we're talking about sex and intimacy. And so I want to give a quick definition of intimacy uh, as defined uh, by Mm dictionary.com. And it um, describes intimacy as a close 
familiar, and usually affectionate or loving personal relationship with another person or group, Mm. an act or expression serving as a token of familiarity, affection, or the like. To allow the intimacy of using first names is an example. And so to define sex, it is the state of being male or female. But when we talk on a physical aspect, it is also known as physical activity in which people touch each other's bodies, kiss each other, or etc. Physical activity that is related to or often includes sexual intercourse. Mm -hmm. And so going into the show and we're talking about uh, sexual image, uh, sexual or uh, marital Im- intimacy, and going a step beyond that. I-, I think for a lot of individuals, we have to understand that we've gone beyond taking a step beyond that whole idea of the physical part of sex. But when it really comes to marital intimacy, we've never really been taught that. We've only seen certain things, and so therefore we create these images in our mind that really sex and intimacy are the same things, mm. and-, and they're really not. That's true. Now I will say that when you think about sex and intimacy, uh, if you have intimate feelings with an individual, that may lead you to the act of sex. Mm -hmm. But sex in itself may not lead you to intimacy. Wow. Because you can have sex with an individual and not really care about that individual whatsoever. Mm -hmm. You know, and what we have to understand is there has to be a clear uh, definition of those two so people can divide that out because I believe that when it comes to marriage, a lot of individuals get so caught up on the sex part of the marriage that they forget about the intimate level of being with that partner. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is defined for us before we even get married. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times what what occurs is people start to focus so much on the physical characteristics of a person, how that person makes you feel, how that person looks that leads to sexual intercourse, that you get that feeling from that, but you don't get the true love that you need from the intimate part that was supposed to be there. That's why the Bible kind of lays it out for us that, you know, you really shouldn't uh, have premarital sex because in a sense, your body, your mind is not even ready for that because you can't encompass what intimacy is to really be able to focus on what sex is supposed to be in the marriage. Yes. And so I was sitting up here thinking about intimacy as we're talking about a step beyond. Intimacy is a deeper level of love. And so as me and Kenya were preparing for the show on tonight and just kind of talking about it, of course, we talk things out or whatever the case may be. It's like, Intimacy is deep. I was sharing with him that I believe a person, like he just said, could have sex with anybody. You can have sex with anybody and not have that connection. But you as husband and wife, when you become intimate with each other, you become connected. Because I know I was looking at the... um. The, the definition of intimacy as well, and from the Merriam-Webster dictionary, it was saying the state of being intimate, familiarity, something on a personal or private uh, or private nature, something of a personal or private nature. And so ask yourself as husband and wife, are you, to me, because, okay, this is what I believe. I believe sex is surface. Intimacy is a lot deeper. And so when you become intimate with your husband or your wife, you're connecting with them with their mind and not just their body. You're connecting with their heart and not just their body. And so as individuals are married for a long period of time, of course, yeah, you get into the marriage, you got the honeymoon phase and it's just like sex, sex, sex. And so I know y'all sitting here thinking like this supposed to be a family show, whatever. Don't judge the show. Just listen to what we're 
are saying and ask yourself, are you guilty of being more in your marriage about sex than you are about intimacy? Mm-hmm. Are you even, have you even connected? I don't care how long you've been married. Have you even connected with your husband or wife on an intimate level? Because the thing is, what intimacy may be to one person, what it may be to the wife, it may not be to the husband. That's why it's so important to have a conversation with your husband and ask them or your wife, you know, husband or wife, ask them, what does intimacy look like for you? How would you like for me to connect with you on a, on a more intimate level? They have may not seem intimacy being uh, uh, portrayed in their lifetime, in their upbringing. And so that's the thing. We'll set up and we'll have a conversation about sex. Well, what makes you feel good sexually? What do you not like sexually? But have you ever asked the question in regards to intimacy? So one of the things that I was thinking about in reference to the question of the week that we have as to why um, the question of the week being, why do you think that sex is focused on more than more in, in a marriage than intimacy. I was thinking about this. If you do not have an intimate relationship with the creator of marriage, how can you have an intimate relationship with your husband or wife? Mm, that's good. So, so, so the question would be this, when you pray to God, do you pray to God that God would help you uh, be able to be more intimate and more connected with your husband or wife on a deeper level. Because I believe more marriages would last if you had intimacy. One of the biggest complaints that we hear, and mind you, we say the things that we, we talk about are not those that are in the counseling room. Trust me, we've been doing Marriage Mondays with the Kings for actually four years. This is our four, mm-hmm. This month is our four-year anniversary yep. of Marriage mm-hmm. Mondays with the Kings. We've been doing it a lot longer than we've been counselors. And so with that being said, one of the biggest complaints that we hear, and it's generally from the husbands, is that they don't get sex the way that they, they you know, it just seemed like sex is less and less and less. And I'm not bashing the husbands. I'm not bashing the wife. But the question that I'm going to ask is, are you two connected on an intimate level or is it all about the sex? That That's good. And, and like my wife is saying, we're not here to bash one sex or the other. But I, I'm just going to tell you from my standpoint, things that I've seen and, and conversations that I've had with people. See, sometimes when it comes to that area of marital intimacy versus sex. Mm -hmm. We put more of a priority on sex even before we get married. Wow, that's true. So I'll just go out there and put it this way. Okay. Men will say, well, if she can't make me feel like this, this, that, and the other, then I can't wife her. Mm. Women will tell men, well, you know what? Uh, yeah, I like him and he cute and all. And he he may be a good father if I marry him. But if if it ain't banging in bed, then bah, bah, bah. Mm-hmm. I'm not with, I'll find somebody else. So right off the bat, before you even think about marriage, you're always putting the, you're already putting the standard on the sex. Mm-hmm. And so if you tell a man or a woman that, then guess what becomes priority in their mind? Wow. Trying to please you sexually. Trying to please the physical aspect mm-hmm. instead of the intimate mm-hmm. aspect. Mm-hmm. And so we're not trying to blame individuals. We're not uh, trying to fault a person. We're just trying to say you have to take a deeper look at your relationship uh, 
sexual intimacy versus, uh, well, intimacy versus sex Mm -hmm. so that you know how to divide that out. And like my wife was just talking about is that we have to talk more. That's what it's all about is communicating. It's sit down and saying, like she was saying earlier, what is your idea or your view of being intimate? What is your idea of view of being sexual? Mm -hmm. And see where those line up. Have those conversations so that you can really find out if you are compatible or not. See, for a lot of relationships, if you took the sex out of it, you'll find out who's compatible or not. Ooh, that's good. If you take the sex away, what's left? Yes. Because if, if sex is your only substance, then you got some issues. Yes. If you take the sex away, then where's the love? Mm. Where's the two individuals becoming one? Where's the help meet at just because sex is taken away? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, I know my wife and I have seen it. We've had conversations over it. Um, individuals are willing to go the distance with a person as long as the sex is good. Mm -hmm. But when that goes, when you're not able to do it anymore, even for like a medical issue or maybe you had an accident or something of that nature, oh, that person out the door. I can't take care of you like that because you can't take care of my body. When it ain't your body that you need to be worried about, it it could be something more intimate like your soul and you being saved through Christ Jesus. Come on, come on, come on. And so uh, uh, true, like, you know, my husband was just saying, each perception of intimacy is not the same. And so one of the things that me and Kenya were talking about before, you know, coming on the show is that this, now this is just me talking, Shan, where I believe that husbands and wives mess up is that, say for instance, me as a wife, I may have this vision in my mind of what intimacy is and how I want my husband to be intimate towards me. However, I don't communicate that with him. I try to uh, do what I th- what I desire intimately to him, but that may not be what he desires intimately. And so I get mad at him because he's not doing, but nobody has had the conversation. And so with intimacy in marriage, there has to be maturity. Are you mature enough to be capable as husband and wife to sit down and have the conversation of what intimacy looked like? And like I said earlier, I believe a lot of marriages could be saved if the husband and wife connect on an intimate level. That is, to me, a part of our focal scripture of Marriage Mondays with the Kings. Like my husband was just saying, our foundational scripture, Matthew 19 and 6, so they are no longer two, but one flesh. How do you become one flesh? You have to connect on an intimate level. And so therefore what God is joined together, let no one separate. When you are connected intimately, no one can come in and separate that, especially when you got God as the head. And going back to what I said in the beginning, if you are intimate with God, if you have a relationship with God. And so when I say intimacy, I'm not saying sexualized towards God. Like that's crazy. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you have a deeper level of connection with God, because I know some of the prayers that I pray to God and have prayed is God show me how to be a wife to my husband, the way that he desire a wife, not the way that I want to be a wife to him, but what he desires. I want to be intimately connected because when you are connected on an intimate level, can't nobody say anything out of the way, family, friend, or foe about your husband or your wife, because you are going to stand up and defend because you realize being that the both of you are connected intimately on an intimate level. When an individual talk about your wife, they're talking about you. 
Because mm. guess what? The scripture says in Matthew 19 and 6, so they are no longer two, but one flesh. So when somebody is saying something crazy sideways out your their mouth about your husband, then guess what? They're talking about you because the two of you are one. You are one. You are connected. And so, but when your focus is like my husband says, sexually, is focused on sex, then you're not able, you may let them go ahead and talk crazy about your husband. You may let them slide because they're a family member talking crazy about your wife. No, baby. Mm-mm, mm-mm. What you're not going to do, don't even begin to fix your lips. And I've said this several times um, on this forum and marriage mornings with the queen. Don't even begin to fix your lips to say anything crazy out your mouth about my husband. That's the same way I feel when individuals try to come for God, I have my own intimate relationship with God. Okay. So you don't serve God. You don't uh, believe in Jesus Christ or whatever the case may do be, but, but because you don't believe in him, that's not going to affect the way that it changed my relationship. Like I had to share with an individual because God has still provided. That's all I have to stand on is God's uh, testimony of what he's done in my life and, and me being a child and, and a follower of Christ as a Christian. And so so when you are more focused on sex and not the intimacy, your relationship is shaky. Mm. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So, so like I said, you know, we know that God created men to be physical beings. Okay, husbands, you know, I'm speaking as a wife. We know that God created you to be uh, uh, physical beings. You like sex and whatever the case may be. But I'm going to ask you, are you capable of being intimate with your wife? Are you capable? And I'm going to say it just like this. Cover your kids ears if it's too much. But are you capable of making love to their mind? Instead of worrying about you being sexual and physical with your wife, can you do that first? So you can't require one without doing the other, especially when the scriptures say that you are no longer two, but one flesh. Mm, that's good. And when we really look at this, you know, kind of going back to the question of the day, why do you think that sex is focused um, on more in marriage than the intimacy is? Uh, we have to understand the world that we live in right now. Come on. You know, uh, when you look at social media, when you look at TV, when you look yes. at movies, when you look at videos and things of that nature, people know that sex sells. That's true. If you've got something sexual in, in TV, social media, or uh, a video, or clothing line, or anything of that nature, it's all about making that next dollar. Mm-hmm. So the question I would ask individuals, especially when it comes to this sexual part, what is it that you're trying to sell? Wow. Because oftentimes what we do, and I'm just going to look at it from a man's standpoint, we think if we can make a, uh, a woman feel a certain way that we're really selling them something. But how many of you have, have been sold a product and then found out that it didn't do what it said it was going to do? Or is defective. <clears throat> Uh, and and a lot of times we do that and, and women would do some of the same thing. Sometimes women will try to do anything and everything for a man to win him Come over on. from that sexual standpoint. Mm. But then when you say I do and you start building that home together, you find out that the two ain't lining up. Wow. Yeah, she'll do all this, but she won't do some of the basic wifely duties that may be expected of her. And, and it goes likewise uh, for men. Mm. So what we have to start doing is we can't put... Um, we can't look at the way uh, intimacy and sex, the way the world looks at it. We have yes. to look at it from the standpoint the way God wants it to be, and then you're able to move on from there. Until until you get that understanding of what sex is 
and the responsibilities thereof, what intimacy is and the responsibilities thereof, and learn how to separate those two out, you're going to always be confused. That's true. Now, I want you to take a deeper look at what I'm about to say. Don't go way off in the left field. Okay. Just kind of roll with me. Mm-hmm. If you want to take a really good look at a couple that I'm almost as almost go out there on a limb and say that they have to really find a way to be intimate uh, with each other, to get to know each other mm-hmm. and really figure out how their relationship was going to be. You ain't got to go no further than Mary and Joseph. Mm, so okay. Mary was a virgin chosen by God to give birth to a savior. Mm-hmm. Joseph was a individual who we, we they never really said his age. We really don't know, you know, a whole bunch of his background. But here's a man that's being asked to take on a woman who is already pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so the only choice that Joseph really has is to get to know that woman's mind, to wow. get to know her actions, to get to know what he's about. And she does the same thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until after the birth of Jesus that the Bible say that uh, Joseph began to know Mary. Mm. So that just reinforces what it talks about in the Bible about waiting to have sex when you're married because you really need to get to know each other from an intimate standpoint. We need to know desires. We need to know feelings. We have to have understandings of individual hurts and pains. What background did you come from and the things that you went through and how do you equate some of those things to marriage? Yes. Um, before yes. we get into that that uh, that option of, of sex. Come on. See, we have to really understand what is this whole thing about sex making a person comes from. Mm. We have to understand that the enemy will use some things that God has said is to only be been designed for good. And he will make that evil. That's true. And so when that occurs, understands, please understand this, that you have to get yourself in a situation to be by yourself to understand yourself before you can even get a chance to understand someone else. Mm -hmm. You need to put yourself in a position that when you're understanding yourself, that you're making that understanding and having that intimate relationship with God to really help you get through that. And then there's a good chance you may have to go, you won't have to go through these things later on down the line. Mm -hmm. But all too often we want to skip spots. Mm -hmm. We don't want to go from A to Z and taking the steps. We want to go from A, jump down to K, and then jump from K to Z and say, yeah, we're going to make it pull all together without going through things. Mm -hmm. See, there's some things that you go through in that dating period when you're supposed to be getting intimate with that individual to know them that it's going to help sustain the marriage if it gets to that point. But all too often, we want to give up, as they used to say, the goods Mm -hmm. to try to hold that individual, and that may not be enough to hold them. Mm, My God. And so just looking at the... the question of the week because we try to answer it within ourselves you know just what we think it may be and it's just like my husband was saying so what I wrote was the reason is because the world promotes sex like he said Mm -hmm. and not intimacy the world and this was shared with me um some years back by a friend she said she was told this by her mother-in-law and I just had it just stuck with me because it's so true The world revolves on money, sex, and drugs. We've said that before on the show. And so like my husband says, sex sell, but you never hear about intimacy. Of course, the world don't want husbands and wives to be able to connect on an intimate level because as think I said this before on a previous show and it just hit my mind again, the more turmoil that your marriage is in, your family is in, 
that you are in as an individual, the more that the world prospers off of you. Mm. Okay. Wow. Now, if we were to line up because we have the basic instructions before leaving earth, the Bible, which gives us foundation, especially when it comes to marriage of what it is that we're supposed to do, but we refuse, we run to the Bible as a last resort. Okay. Instead of staying connected, instead of staying intimate with God, when we get upset with our husbands and spouse, you know, our husband or our wife, what we'll do is we'll go talk to somebody in the world before we go and talk to God. Mm. We get upset because we're so in our feelings. We want somebody to validate our foolishness. We don't want anybody to tell us that we're wrong. And I thank God. I say this all the time for the women that God has had in my path that checked me when it came to myself as a wife. When I said I was going to do this, they said, no, you're not. What you're going to do is you're going to calm down. You're going to pray. You're going to go before God. I was like, oh my God. And at first I was thinking, y'all supposed to be my friends. Y'all not going to be on my side. Real friends. Let me go ahead. Especially when it comes to your marriage, real family and friends is going to tell you about your ugly self because they want you to get better. So that way your marriage can prosper. Okay. Now the world, those people that you run to, to tell you, girl, yeah, if I was you, I wouldn't put up with that. Those are not your friends. Those are not true family members that want to see your marriage prosper. And so, like I said, when, when, when the world prospers off of you, if you are in your feelings because of something you, because you're not intimate, intimately connected with your spouse and your husband or your wife, and you are in your feelings, what are you going to do? Most people turn to alcohol. So you go into the liquor store, you buying a numbing agent, turning to drugs, you're buying a numbing agent. All of these things are opposite of what God desires for you to do because God says love. God says honor. God says for the husbands to love their wife as Christ loved the church. Nobody wants to do that and run to what God said. You run to a numbing agent. So basically what that means, because I love numbers, is that the world is prospering off of you. Because as soon as you go buy the alcohol, who getting paid? Mm. As soon as you go buy them drugs, who getting paid? Wow. As soon as you go lay down with somebody else that you think that understands you, but you just having sex with them, and God forbid, oops, you have a child, then guess what? You are paying child support. <laughs> until that child becomes 18 and or God forbid you paying for that child to be terminated. So at the end of the day, the world is prospering because we don't take the time to say, hold up, let me do like Jesus do. And let me go get some alone time. I understand I'm mad at my husband or my wife right now, but let me go and pray. Let me go before God. Let you know, let me pray God, because this is something that I've done in the past. Okay, God, I got this anger in me. I'm praying to you and I'm talking to you. Who do I need to talk to about this situation? Please put the person that you want me to talk to, because I know from experience, when you call that person, they're not going to be busy. They're going to be ready to listen and they're going to give you some good, sound, godly advice in regards to your marriage. So that's why a lot of marriages are not making it because we rather follow the ways of the world and allow the world to prosper off of us. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I don't want to go to counseling. I don't need to go to counseling because I got God. Yeah, you got God, but your marriage is in disarray. Yeah, you got God, but you are operating sexually. You see what I'm saying? Instead of going beyond the sex, which is surface and going intimately, what is preventing you from being intimate with your husband or your wife? I'm mm -hmm. just saying. Yeah, that's good. So I, I'm going to try to cover uh, this next area uh, the best way I can. There's going to be a couple of things uh, kind of run together and I'm going to finish it off with, with a quick analogy. Okay. And so we said earlier in the show, you have to learn how to separate sex and intimacy. 
Yes. You also have to do a further breakdown of intimacy. Mm -hmm. When I gave you that definition of intimacy, it said it can be something that is shared amongst friends. Mm. So when it comes to intimacy, you also have to do a breakdown because there's some things that you can share intimately wise towards friends Mm -hmm. that you don't share when it comes to that husband or that wife. Mm. Okay. Give us an example. So I'm going to give you an example. You know, you can go to your friends and you can talk to them about the closeness that you have. You know, you love working with these individuals. They have a kind heart. Uh, They're giving and things of that nature. But you can't run back uh, when it comes to your spouse Mm. and talk talk some of that same stuff to the friends about, well, uh, this person makes me feel this way. Mm. This person makes me feel that way. You can't have those conversations. You can't mix those. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn how to separate that sex and intimacy or break down the the intimacy part with, with family friends and that person that you're desiring to marriage or the person that you're married to. Okay. The two don't cross over. There are some things that need to be kept within a marriage and that's as far as it goes. Come on, come on. There are some things that, yeah, you can talk to your friends about because you know them on that level, but you can't put all your business out there. You sure can. Now I'm about to tie that in when we talk about putting all your business out there. I said it before that sex can be an expression of intimacy mm-hmm. because you have... Uh, opened up about feelings, conversations, connections, and things of that nature that that may lead uh, towards sex. Mm. So sometimes, and this goes for men and women alike, you got to be the care- uh, be very careful of the conversations you have with individuals. Yes. Sometimes you feel that, hey, I can be intimate with this individual, and you're telling them certain things that may lead towards sex. Mm, that's true. <laughs> yes. Sir. Sometimes because your husband has made you mad, you go and start having a conversation with one of your friends at work and you're pretty much telling that individual everything they need to go yes. to get you in the bed. Mm-hmm. So that leads down to the analogy. I, I, I'm an outdoors person. Mm-hmm. I, I love to hunt and fish, but I'm going to take this around the fishing. Okay. See, anybody that knows fishing needs to know that before you go, you might want to get an outlook on what the fish are biting for. Mm, so you okay. may need to know, am I taking worms? Am I taking minnows? Am I using blood bait? Or if I'm going to use lures? Mm-hmm. What I'm going to use in this analogy is a lure. A lure is something that is made to look like something that a fish will eat, mm-hmm. but it's really fake. Mm. See, Mm, mm, mm. sometimes we have to understand in relationships that people will lure you from intimacy into sex. Mm. Now, I'm just going to, I'm not picking on you men. Listen to what I'm saying. Nobody does it better than men sometimes. Okay. Because what they will do is use your intimacy that you're feeling on the inside of you, what you're telling them Mm. to lure you to what they want from a sexual standpoint. Mm-hmm. So I want individuals to understand, don't think men don't understand intimacy. Mm-hmm. They do. Mm-hmm. We just learn how to use it for profit or gain, like my wife was talking about. Okay. And so how do they do that? They will sit up and have a conversation with you and let you pour your heart out to them. You just told them everything they need to know to get you in the right spot. Wow. You can use your mind and your imagination to go from there. When you sit up and talk about, well, my husband doesn't make me feel like this. He won't listen to me. He won't do this for me. He won't make uh, tell me how I look uh, when I put a new dress on or when I do my hair in a certain way. Then the next thing you know, you come into work, Oh, did you change your hair? Girl, you look good with that dress on. Mm. And then when you start throwing things back to them, they already done lured you in and you didn't even realize it. Yeah. You got to separate that intimacy from sexual things Mm. because individuals are going to use that against you. If you think that the enemy 
is not going to try to go after you from the things that you may desire, the things you may want. You got another thing coming. Mm. If the enemy tried Jesus in the wilderness, Come on. He can try you in your wilderness as well. Come on, when come you're going on. through that wilderness of your husband not making a connection with you, but then another man is desperately trying to because you already told him that your husband ain't doing it. Wow. Wow. When you go through that wilderness part of your wife, maybe not dressing for you in a certain way, but you run off and tell the secretary at work that same thing. Then she starts dressing that way. That's the mm-hmm. enemy testing you in your wilderness. Come on, come what on, we come have on. to learn how to do is that we know the wilderness is there. We don't need to put ourselves in it to get tested by the enemy. Wow. The world is going to do that enough. Yes. So we have to start knowing the difference in what we're doing when it comes to intimacy and when it comes to sex. Separate those things out. And even in the intimacy part, separate it even further down because some people don't need to know everything. Yes. That's why even in the army, when it comes to OPSET, it's a, it's a need-to-know basis. Mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't need to know. Mm-hmm. So you might want to break your relationships down and say, okay, who is going to be top secret? Mm-hmm. Who's going to be on. secret? Who's going to be confidential? Mm-hmm. And learn how to label those accordingly. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I, I have to be honest, you know, um, wives, we do the same thing. So just like what he was saying about me, and we'll do the same thing because let a let a uh, I'm gonna say women. I'm gonna say women. Let a guy say you single, you a single woman, and let a guy tell you what his wife is not doing. Then guess what? You come in, you notice the emotion, you know that he's angry. You might have overheard him as you was walking from the parking lot into the job. He just got into an argument with his wife, you know, over the phone or whatever. Is everything okay? It start off like it is so in, um, innocent. So as my husband was talking, this is what I wrote down. How is it that we can be more intimate, in parentheses I put connected, with the individuals outside of our marriage than you are with your husband or your wife. Mm. And so, well, I just can't be uh, uh, talking to him or he won't talk to me. And I do understand because we were talking about this um, last week, matter of fact, on the show, why men do not marry. And one of the biggest complaints that I hear women say, um, we've heard women say, is that he will not open up to me emotionally. It's like I'm talking to a brick wall and, and somebody probably just said that, listen, I try to be connected with my husband. I try to be connected. Do you really try to be connected or do you just get mad and go off because they are not responding in the way that you are desiring for them to respond. So that's the question that you have to ask yourself. How are you using your words to communicate? Because guess what? For anybody, you cannot get connected on a more intimate level with your husband or your wife if you coming at them aggressively. Because that was a conversation we had with a good friend this past weekend. We just got to be honest. We are made of flesh. We purpose not to operate in flesh because we are children of the most high God. How and so ever, when somebody come at you crazy, your flesh tend to want to rise up. So how can you come at your husband or your wife in a crazy manner? You coming at them aggressively. They're not responding the way that you think that they should respond when you're purposing to try to be intimate. Because what does the word of God says? A soft answer turns away wrath. So ask yourself, are you capable of being able to effectively communicate on a deeper level with your husband or your wife and trying to create a deeper level of intimacy or no? And if you are not, why not? What have you seen growing up in your household? Did your mama talk to your daddy crazy? 
Did your daddy talk down to your mom? What is that underlying root that you need to dig up by the roots in order to effectively heal? So that way the tomfoolery from previous marital generations in your family don't bleed into your family. Mm. Because one of the things that God has been saying and, and putting in my spirit is changing the narrative. That's all I've been talking about 2020. We are in November. How to change the narrative. So even if you are married as husband and wife right now, if you are not following God's word, I know in order for me to connect to my husband on a more intimate level, the word of God tells me that a soft answer turns away uh, wrath. You can't be talking to your husband or your wife like they dirt on the street, like they a dog on the street. And that's why I can't get connected with you. But you sit up and when you on that job, because they paying you that money per hour, you can talk sweet to people on your job. You know how mm. to uh, control yourself and you can talk sweet to your supervisor, even if they talking to you crazy, like you worthless. Mm -hmm. So you can't tell me that you're not capable of communicating on a much more effective level with your husband or your wife. When, when you getting paid on that job or just because you got that title in the church, you can do it outside. Mm. So what I'm going to ask you to do as the as Shan of marriage Mondays with the Kings is learn. Learn how to effectively communicate with your husband or wife so you can create that level of intimacy because I'm, it's time out. I'm so tired of people treating the people who love them the most like dirt because you try to run after the approval of the people that don't care nothing about you. That's good. I'm just That's saying. That's good. And, and one of the things I really want to get down and, and try to break this down for you as well, once again, going into that question of the week, why do you think the sex is focused on more in a marriage than intimacy? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to break this down from a man's standpoint. Okay, come on. So when it comes to men, I will tell you, men will talk about sex. Okay. Left, right, up and down, it, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about intimacy that much because as young, as young men, as teenagers, what do you think we're really taught? Mm, okay. It's the sexual part. Okay. You know, you don't see anyone trying to jump on the internet or see if you could go through your uncles or your cousins' um, adult-rated uh, uh, movies and magazines. And you know, I'm just being real because okay. some of us come went on, through that. Mm -hmm. You don't see anybody throwing out some magazine talking about this is how to effectively talk to your wife. This mm, is how to get to know her mind. Come on, come this on. is how to get to know her on an emotional level. Mm -hmm. We see all that bad stuff that's out there and we think that that's the way things are supposed to go because that is what's hyped up. So that creates a foundation. It, it creates a okay, foundation okay. and it creates a false reality in come individuals on. as well. Wow. Now the other thing that goes that and I'm going to be talking to the ladies now come on. is that sometimes the men already have a label put on them. Mm, because true. you're running with your girls mm. and you know that one of your girls is you know having a relationship with this guy well she's coming back telling you everything about him and what he does so you already got that individual labeled as being a good man because as they say well he can put it down mm, come on come on Mm, and mm. then when the good guy comes along that ain't thinking about that, but he wants to take care of you and he wants to make sure the bills are paid. Mm. He wants to make sure he wants to get promoted on the job and make a way for you and yes. get you in the house and the car and this, that and the other. Then he's the nerd. Mm. So men don't like to really go to that enemy side because when they do it, you've got them labeled as something else because you're focusing on the physical aspect. Or you emasculating it. Precisely. And, mm. and we talked about that in, in the last show as well. Mm -hmm. And so once again, it's all about that separation. Mm -hmm. And so let me just go ahead and, and, and put it out there. Okay. Um, 
Ain't nobody perfect. Yes. Nobody has gotten this whole thing with uh, relationships down to a science, mm-hmm. but we can all purpose to do better. Yes. You know, we had one of our, our former pastors used to say, it's okay to miss the mark, but can you keep shooting to try to get to the center of the bullseye? Come on, come on. See, all too often we think that trying to keep the getting to the center of the bullseye is dropping this person and going to the next one. Mm. Oh I can't hit God. that target, so I'm going to move down the lane three and see if I can hit the target down there. Mm-hmm. No, sometimes we need to stay focused on the target that we've been given and try to hit the bullseye. Because if you keep moving from target to target, how can you ever get zeroed in? Those Come in the on. military will know what I'm talking they about. understand it. Yes, we do. We have to get to the point where we want to hit the mark. And once we hit the mark, we stay there. Yes. But all too often, one of the reasons why we focus so much on sex is because it makes our body feel good. And like my, my wife was talking about, that's the temporary. Yes, yes. We yes. need to be focused on things that is going to be long-lasting. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, we have to go through some long-suffering in relationships. That's why we have to spend a long time in prayer. That's why we have to try to focus on maybe staying in a relationship for a long time. The longer that you go, the more that you find out. Mm, that's true. I'm going to say this, and people may not like it, but it's just the truth. Come on, bring When it, it comes to that intimacy part, you got to spend some time there. That's true. The That's longer true. you stay with something, the more you, you get to know about it, the more you understand it, and the better you will get at it. Mm-hmm. When it comes to sex, it can be wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, mm-hmm. and you're moving on to the mm-hmm. next one. You ain't got to spend a lot of time there because as long as that body is uh, fulfilled, then it doesn't matter about anything else for some individuals. Temporary pleasure. Can you stick around for something that's going to be lasting? Talk to some of these individuals that have been married 40, 50, 60, 70 years. Mm-hmm. They've stuck with it. Yes. Some people, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can be with somebody that long. Well, you never know if you don't try. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you also have to understand this. Being married is a team sport. Come on. You got to work together in order to make it happen. Mm-hmm. My wife and I can't be playing two on two if I keep throwing the ball to the other team. Come on. Wow. And you know, I set up and I've heard this before. When it comes to the word intimacy, when you break down intimacy... In to me, I see. Think about it like that. In to me, I see. Intimacy. So you have to ask yourself too, when it comes to intimacy, are you capable of being intimate with the individual that you're going to marry? Even in your marriage now, are you capable of being intimate with your husband or your wife? So regardless of what your marital state, look at your marital state right now. Do you feel that your marriage is more ran by intimacy or sex? Do you feel like, oh, when I have sex with my spouse, I feel like it's a chore because they are not being intimate with me. Are you helping your spouse? Are you communicating with your husband and your wife to tell them what intimacy look like to you? Or are you just going along to get along? And that's the thing. You have a lot of single people. It's so funny how single people will talk about marriage. And yeah, it may be from what you've heard from people with their complaints and all that other kind of stuff, because you have more people who come. Now, this is what what trips me out. You have more married people who will set up and go in these groups on Facebook. We see them. Trust me, because we in there and I just be shaking my head. No judgment. But you you feel 
um, almost empowered, if you will, to set up and talk about the intimate details of the issues that are going on within your marriage, but you are not willing to have that intimacy with your husband or your wife. So single people will set up and see that's why I don't want to get married. I, da, 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 da. You cannot base your future relationship or marriage, future marriage, if you will, with your future husband or wife based off of what somebody else do. Just like we said at the beginning of the show, intimacy is different for everyone for each and every person. So what my husband may feel is intimacy is totally different from what I may feel. And so that also that also ties up with the love language because we broke that down and we had a show about your love languages. And so I desire for my husband to feed me what I feel intimately, but I can't have him feed me what I feel is intimacy to me if I don't have that conversation with him. I'm just going to be honest when I say this, and I'm not trying to clown anybody, but you have too many marriages that surface level because you're too afraid and fearful to go deeper in the depth, the waters of intimacy. Because I don't know if I could be vulnerable enough with my husband or wife to be intimate with them. So why did you get married? That's my question. And a lot of people cannot be vulnerable and go into the depths of intimacy with their husband or their wife because they are not vulnerable to go into the depths into me I see with themselves. Because we we as individuals may be operating on a shallow surface. And so you don't even want to go into yourself and heal some things that are damaging within you. And so how do you expect that to happen in your marriage as husbands and wives? So that's just something to think about. Definitely. And so I'm going to take this a a little step further. And uh, just to give a quick um, Bible verse. Okay. uh, Proverbs 10 and 22. The blessings of the Lord, it makes rich. Yes. And he adds no sorrow with it. Yes. Uh, A lot of times when you're talking about um, sex and intimacy, people will say, well, this man came into my life. God brought him into my life. And um, he's just a blessing. See, you got to know what the difference between uh, a blessing is Mm -hmm. and and when it's just something that uh, was of the world or of the enemy. Mm -hmm. See, the the Bible says that the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow to it. If you say this man or this woman came into your life, and they were a blessing to you, then ain't no sorrow go follow that. Mm, not that, to say your marriage is going to yeah, be perfect and not have its ups and downs, yeah, but... Right, but that don't mean that, you know, you, you're not going to go through some things. Every marriage does. But mm-hmm. if you're constantly in a state of sorrow, was it really a blessing? Mm-hmm. From God? From or God? Or was it from a blessing from the devil? Right. <laughs> and, and sometimes we have to understand that. And when we think about blessings, you know, everyone wants to add... Um, the portion on where you just think it's materialistic, it's, it's money, it's wealth and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blessings can come in that form, but blessing goes way uh, further than that. Yes. You know, you got, you know, a person can be blessed with health. They can be blessed with wealth. Uh, they can be blessed with their children and things of that nature. It's not mm-hmm. always about monetary value, but you have to know the difference. Yes. You have to know a difference when you're uh, single. Uh, preparing for marriage, if this person that's in your life at that time is really a blessing or not. Mm. So I remember um, many years ago, I learned this saying that says, if I knew then what I know now. Yes, God. Mm. Some of the things that I thought were a blessing at that time really was nothing but sorrow. Mm. And then when I really started to put uh, 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 aside those things, then I found out what a blessing really was. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what I think a lot of individuals have to do when it comes to intimacy and sex. You have to put that sex aside so that no sorrow comes from that. Mm. When you focus on that intimacy 
and you're able to water that, you're able to nourish that. Then when you're married and you're able to have sex with that individual, it makes everything even the more. Yes. But yes, if you're but if you're already eating the cookie before it comes out the oven, you never really know what it's like for it to be well done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. And so we have to get ourselves in that mindset. It may be hard. We we know that a person looks good or you you feel a certain way about them and you just can't wait. Sometimes it's better to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that you're able to explore that and understand that in the fullness thereof with each other. Mm-hmm. Because the two are going to become one. That's what true. you bring into the relationship, someone else is going to bring. It's going to it's going to have a collision course at some point. Mm-hmm. And so when they collide, is it going to be something that's going to be able to mix well, or is it going to be oil and water? Wow, wow, that is good. That is good. <laughs> and we are at the end of the show. Mm. Oh my god! Wow, 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 wow. Mm-mm-mm. So we're going to go ahead and uh, we hope you guys really enjoyed that. We ha- I hope that we were able to answer that question of the week for you. We think we did it in a lot of uh, different ways. Yes. And so we just want to go ahead and give you our thought of the week. And our thought of the week comes from Dave Willis. And it reads, don't just be physically monogamous, be minimally, mentally monogamous as well. Mm-hmm. True intimacy begins in the heart and the mind not in the bedroom. And once again, that comes from Dave Willis. Wow. So we want to let you know that Marriage Mondays with the Kings is brought to you by our sponsor, Christian Humor Force slash Inspiration, which is a group that's designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. If you are into social media, please check them out simply by going to search them on Facebook at Christian Humor Force slash Inspiration. We also have our sponsor, Hope, which is helping our patriots evolve. This is a space for all veterans and their loved ones to come and feel like they are accepted and understood. Veterans around the globe suffer every day from a pain they can't escape. Hope offers encouragement for those who are searching for a place to connect. It is our passion to help all veterans and their families regain their lives. Within every member of our network is the knowledge of their resiliency. Let us be a supportive resource as you travel along your journey. Hope is not for mental health services. For that, you will have to find a supportive mental health resource within your community or at your local Veteran Health Administration. So for more information, please visit them at www.hopeveteranstrong.com. And so, like we always say, we want to thank you so much for joining us on our show right here on Marriage Mondays with the Kings. We try to bring different perspectives of how to look at things in reality that husbands and wives face, that they deal with. These are some of the things that bring a marriage to, what would you say, baby? It would bring it to an end, turmoil. Yeah, I think we the, the way that we approach this is to try to... Uh, Look at things from different views, like my wife said. So the individual is able to learn. They're able to uh, rightly divide the word of truth when it comes to to marriage. So they can make the appropriate decisions to try to enhance your quality of life in your relationship rather than continue to sit uh, stagnant, if you will, or, you know, being stuck in the mud that you can live the free, abundant life in your marriage that God expected uh, for individuals to to have. That's true. So have the conversations. We have been getting so much feedback that after each show, a husband and wife sit down and it's like our show broke up the fallow ground of the conversations that needed to be had in the marriage. And so we want you all to join us back next Monday, November the 9th, as we discuss how can I be your help meet if you do not allow me to help you? Oh, mm. yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yep. So the question of the week is, 
Now, this is a long question, but think about it, and we'll go on ahead and probably put it out on our social medias to get some feedback. Would you say that the biggest struggle that a spouse may have to support their husband or wife, or to support his or her husband or wife, is that he or she will not allow the spouse to help them? So you Mm -hmm. won't help, but you get mad because they're not helping you. Yeah, we're going to talk about that next week. So please feel free to continue to follow us, communicate with us, send in your marriage questions or topics. We thank you so much for that. Um, And if you need to be able to send some information into us, contact us on our website at www.marriagemondayswiththekings on our contact us tab. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will be back with you next Monday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And as always, keep it locked right here on KRGN 98.5 FM, The The Rock. Rock.